This is Jacob of Tales from the Lich, and I'm here to warn you that this is an adult podcast. If you can't handle jokes about auditing tax returns, second mortgages, and the causes of the French Revolution, you aren't old enough to be listening. Get out of here. Yeah! Yeah! Through the power of hedonistic role-playing games, a group of friends unknowingly awakens a slumbering evil. Bursting forth from its ancient tomb beneath the floorboards arises the Lich. Welcome to Tales from the Lich. What the sightless one looks for, he always will find. He waits in the chamber to swallow your mind. Our mind. The finder haunt the twisty hallways. His sightless eyes could see you always. You were all forced onto uh, kneeling onto this disc. You were bound, hands behind your back. You had bags over your head. They were ripped off. The bindings cut. And uh, as you looked around, there were a bunch of figures holding spears. Uh, you obviously didn't dare move for anything. And then this disc just started lowering. What the hell? Where are we? What's going on? Man, I don't, I don't <clears throat> like the looks of this. You're scanning around at the people. You're seeing a, a little Asian girl... Another man, uh, how, how old are you? I'm like 29. Okay, Six foot know, one, another very man. buff. Very buff, <laughs> very buff. Uh, a younger man there. And then you look that over. spiky black hair. And yeah. this guy looks familiar. Hey, you look familiar. Yeah, I get that a lot. Yeah, where, I, where have I seen you from before? I don't know. Hey, I'm Mike. What's your name? Rex Payton. Nice Glad to meet you. To meet you. Yeah, good to meet you too. Do you, what happened here? Uh, did you get beat over the head and put on in this dark it room too? It appears I'm on some sort of disc with a celebrity. What uh, the hell? Who is this guy? What's going on? Uh, what, I'm, I'm Trent Shocker. Who are you? Who are you, friend? Trent Shocker. Ghost Stalker. Maybe you heard of me. <laughs> you definitely. I'm on 39. You definitely recognize this man. This yeah. older man. It appears that I, I don't know where I am. I just came. There was you saw the spear guys up there. I don't know what their deal is, but I've got Mister Sheen. I'm here with Mister Sheen. My name's Mike. Mike Douglas. Mike, <laughs> you can't pull a fast one on me like that, Mike. Listen, I don't, I don't know who any of you people are or what the hell just happened to us. But cut the shit, all right? Who's, who brought us here? Someone here knows something. Look, what? I don't know, man. I'm going to turn to this Asian girl. Mm-hmm. Hey, so uh, why, don't you, why don't you say we get out of here, huh? I reek of booze, by the way. 
Ah, oh, Japanese, I haven't had one of those before, you know what I'm saying, huh? Oh, really? You ever see one of those in that Ghost Chasers thing you've done? I didn't think so. Anyways, let's get out of here, huh? Come on, just me and you. Go me in the side, go me in the side. What the hell hey, is man, she saying Hey, man, back off, back off. Hey. Whoa, off, man. Hey. Leave her alone, leave her alone. What the hell is she saying? I don't understand this shit. I know. Go, 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 go. Dude. Go, 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 go. The language of fear is universal. She's clearly <laughs> fear, babe. You don't need to be afraid of me. Come on, I'm Rex Payton. I'll show you a great time. Let's just get out of here. Come on, let's go. Listen, back in 1989, I spent a long time in Osaka filming a movie called Black Rain. I picked up a little bit. I don't know how much of it has stayed. Konnichiwa. Oh, konnichiwa. What Kobayu. the hell? Osaka, Kanichiwa, you're from Japan, she's J Japanese. What's going on here, man? I don't understand what the hell's going on. Look, last time I was, you know, I was awake, I was in my semi, and then I wake up here, and I got this guy, he's babbling on about something. She's Japanese, you're talking about ghost hunting? I don't even believe in ghosts, man. Oh, ghosts are very real, but, you know, tell me exactly, you were in your truck? Yeah, I was in my uh, I was in my big rig. I, you know, I stopped at this guy's uh, I stopped at this guy's bar. I picked up this nice, you know. Eh, maybe she was uh, a little bit underage. Whatever, Rex Payton Man, doesn't really care. Man, this elevator's been going down for longer than any elevator I've ever been. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Anyway, she's a redhead, right? She's really great, but she couldn't handle the power of Rex Payton in the bedroom. She kicked me out. I'm sleeping in the big rig. Next thing I know, I'm up here, I'm with this little Japanese girl, I'm with you, I don't know who the hell you are. This guy, I still can't figure out what he's doing. I don't know what the hell's going on here, I'm on this giant gold disc elevator kind of thing. People got spears next to me, I got a bag over my head. What the hell is going on? I don't know what's going on, I don't think any of us do. That's why I'm trying to talk to... Look at this. You made her cry. Yeah, I'm going to put my arm around her. How can you tell us crying? Japanese girls are crying and laughing. It sounds like the same goddamn thing. I don't understand what the fuck their culture is. <laughs> you ever watch goddamn Japanese porn? Like, they're orgasming. It sounds like they're crying. I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? You know no. what I'm saying, right? I don't get it either. What was it? Rex? Yeah, Rex Payne. How you doing? Good. Can we, let's just get a second to try and get our bearings here, okay, people? Sure, you got a compass or something like that? No, but this chi this elevator's still going down, and I feel like it's been, like, <coughs> hundreds of floors. Yeah, what are we doing? We're going Sorry, to the center of the earth, or what? I'm a cashier at Gyoza no Osho in uh, Fukuoka, Japan, 19 years old as of last Sunday. I'm normal height, normal weight. I did not get into college, so I'm working, and I've been working for about a year now to see if I can save up some money before I try to apply to schools overseas. This is Rex Payton. Rex Payton's been around driving big rigs since you were just a sparkle in your dad's ball sack. Sure, I've been around a while, had some adventures others might find strange, but that's just the path old Rex Payton takes. Dealing with Chinese black magic? Please. Who hasn't? Like I told my last wife, 
When an eight-foot-tall freak grabs the back of your neck and slams your favorite head into the wall at a truck stop bathroom and he stares you down in the eyes and asks if you paid your dues, you tell him what I've said. Yeah, Rex Payton's paid his dues. The check is in the mail. Now, I'm not saying I've seen everything, I've been everywhere, but I do know it's a pretty amazing planet we live on. Man would have to be some kind of fool to think we're not alone in this universe. My name's Trent Shocker, and I'm the host of Ghost Stalkers. I grew up in SoCal. Spent my early days surfing. Coming from a wealthy family, I never needed to pursue work. Spent most of my time partying and living the dream life. Recently, though, my father's contacts told me about a hosting gig on TLC. Kind of searched in haunted houses. Don't know how I ended up here. Hi. I'm Mike. I'm a 70-year-old professional actor. I was born September 25th, 1944. And I'm primarily known for movies and television. I've won four Golden Globes, including the Cecil B. DeMille Award, and two Academy Awards. One as producer of 1975's Best Picture, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, and as Best Actor in 1987 for my role as Gordon Gecko in Wall Street. I'm an alcoholic with tongue cancer, and I hate my wife, just like the rest of us. Suddenly, you guys have been going down a tunnel, uh, you know, surrounded by Earth, the whole circle surrounded by Earth, and then... Um, Almost on cue, it breaks forth into this big open span. About half of the disc is still surrounded by Earth, but beyond you, you see a great opening. There's weird, odd things flying in the sky. You can see a little forest down below, a lot of strange structures, one big structure uh, kind of close to, I guess, where the bottom of this would be. Uh, and it looks like you've got a ways to go before it gets to the bottom. Uh, but now all of a sudden it's open. There's no ledge. It's just this big golden disc and it's wide open span. Hey, uh, Trent. You, you said your name is Trent, right? What the hell is this? You said you're a ghost hunter, right? What the hell? Wow. We going to, like, the center of the earth? You know, I actually don't know what this is. I'm trying to, you know, go through the catalogs in my brain, trying to, you know, rummage through there and find what... I, but I don't recall anything describing anything like this. And... You're filming everything <clears throat> yeah. with your little I'm GoPro like or whatever. You have like a tiny, like one of those little tiny GoPros. That's yeah, that's just like over my shoulder. Oh, you got a big, a bigger one, or you got one hooked up yeah, to you? Yeah, hooked up. So okay. it's just like seeing everything that I'm saying. Sure. I have like my voice recorder that I'm talking into. Okay. So you haven't seen anything. You said you're a ghost hunter, right? What the hell? Do these yeah. look like ghosts to you, man? Just back off. Look, man, I'm a reasonable guy, but I've just experienced some very unreasonable things, and I need you know, to know I, what the hell is like going on. It seems like all of us have experienced some unreasonable things, especially, you know, Kanichiwa over here. So let's just fucking, you know, settle down, okay? Keep cool heads. The second you finish your sentence, you kind of hear a large, I guess, explosion from down below. And the disc starts rocking. Whoa. Uh, you guys are all fine. It's not so, uh, it's not jostling so much or anything. I'm definitely, fault. like, but, putting my arm around her and, like, and, keeping her stable. Sure. And you hear this, you hear this great big cheer from down below. Like, a bunch of people just cheering. And then all, 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 all of a sudden you hear a song start streaming forth. It's, you can't quite make it out, but 
there's some kind of it sounds like singing maybe chanting of some sort from below and this big flame has created a smoke that start heading towards one end of it I guess to your right what you're gonna assume is the north end with your compass oh what's that I would like to check and see if this Japanese girl has green eyes do you have green eyes no <clears throat> she does not have green eyes oh all right <laughs> That's what the movie's about, guys. Um, I'm gonna be overcome with a coughing fit. Uh, this is I'm I'm old. This is shit is stressful. I've got tongue cancer. I drink a lot. Well, where's the coughing? <laughs> he, he appears to be dealing with some kind of health issue. Whoa, hey guy, what? He, he's in his seventies. What the hell, man? Maybe what's 80s. going on? I'm going to put on my mask. Mm-hmm. Look, you seem to know you're putting on a mask. There's singing down there. There's smoke. He's, what yeah, the he's, hell? He's putting on a little surgeon's mask. Yeah, it's okay, honey. It's okay. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm, I'm fine, really. I just... And I'm going to turn to him, and I'm going to I'm gonna kind of... I'm going to grab his lapels. I'm going to be like... Cut the shit, man. What are we doing here? And why are we here? I know you know something. And get out of my face just because I... (coughs) (laughs) Whoa, you think Rex Payton knows what's going on? I don't have a goddamn clue. There's smoke. There's chanting going on downstairs. This guy's got a gas mask. He knows what's going on. He puts it on this Japanese girl's face. I don't know what the hell's going on. Why don't you ask one of them? What's going on here? What's your name? Skyler? <laughs> it's Trent. Trent, Trent. Shocker. Uh, I know a producer. Man, I don't know. I just, just because I'm prepared for anything doesn't mean I know what's going on now. As you guys, uh, yeah. as you guys are uh, yammering back and forth, you hear another sound from above. It sounds like metal kind of grates opening of some sort. Just metal kind of peeling apart. And then this deluge of just weird, you know, you guys have all seen dry ice before, kind of like a weird smoky mist is just falling down on you. And as you're feeling as it's coming down, it kind of just is licking your nose, your eyes, your face and just dousing you, pouring over the edge of the, uh, it seems denser than the air, it's just pouring over the edge of the uh, the disc and falling down. And um, I need you all to make a sanity check. Alright, one pass. One pass. Okay. You got a six. Yeah, you guys are fine. This mist just starts pouring down, and it's a ton of... It doesn't stop. It is just pouring down. <sighs> Gotta get out of here. Rex, let's go! The disc is slowly lowering, and then just settles into position. I'm pulling, out, I'm pulling out my combat knife from my boot. This man and, whips out a knife. And I'm I'm running out of the gas. Okay, like well, oh, <laughs> the gas, it just, it's filling this whole... Is oh, it we're, cold? We're, we're still going down? No, no, no. The, the, it, the disc has just come to a, a, a halt. Mm-hmm. And the gas is just kind of... It's on the floor, you know, maybe a foot high or so, and just kind of pouring through these open gates that you see ahead of you. Mm-hmm. There are three open gates as this disc lowers. You know, the gas is kind of pouring down behind you. If you get off the disc, you can pretty clearly see. But then uh, right in front of you, there's maybe a two-foot-wide uh, by one-foot-deep altar standing up about three feet high. On top of this altar, there are four boxes. What the hell? Four goddamn boxes. There's also, kind of near the south uh, exit, there's a, a scarecrow 
kind of set up in a weird position. Looks like a body of some sort just kind of pointing towards the door with an arm limp. One arm pointing straight towards the door, one arm straight down, uh, pointing towards that south door. There's a bunch of blood on the floor heading towards the south. There's a hand sitting near the pillar, and you can kind of see into the other rooms, to the entrances. Going south looks like there's maybe kind of a natural-looking path, really. Down the middle of that big, expansive building you were seeing from up above. And then east, you see a hallway. Inside that hallway, there's a little bit of light coming from the chamber. But inside that hallway, you can see a little bit a little bit of liquid, a little bit of blood. There's a couple fingers, a complete hand. Okay. <laughs> All right, so first, I'm going to go up to this altar where the boxes are. Yeah, there's four boxes. Okay. I, don't, I don't like this place at all. <laughs> I'm going to try and call Catherine. Catherine? Zeta Jones. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, you get on your phone. You're not getting a signal at all. Damn. Yeah, that's it's not working. You're, uh, what service are you on? Uh, Apple. Or AT&T. AT&T, yeah. <laughs> AT&T, you've had problems with in the past, and it is not, it's not working here, that's for sure. Okay. You know, you've had problems when you go to other countries. Damn it. You must be in Singapore again. I also checked my Kethai. You? You're getting a full signal. Ooh. So is nay. And then I'm going to try to call my Oto-san. I don't know. Father. What... <laughs> you need to help me. I don't care if you don't help them, but I need help. Okay. I'm going to try to call my father. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> nothing's happening. You're showing. Your bars are showing. Fall. You're... You might even be able to access Wi-Fi here. Uh. But you're... There's no signal when you're calling your father. Oh, so But your, show's, your phone is showing a full, like it's completely connected. I'm going to go ahead and do the yawn stretch and like reach my arm around her and just, hey, so uh, I see you got your uh, your phone over hey, there. Man, hey, man. Hey, man. smells of booze. Wait, what kind of booze? Uh, I just smell like Miller. He, this guy smells... Miller High Life. Miller. So I'm just going to like kind of duck out of it and be like, yeah, well, <laughs> oh, come on. what? Hey, dude, she's not digging your tunes. Hey, is okay? your is your phone working over there? I didn't get your name, Mike. Mike, what's your uh, name? Ah, uh, Kimiko. 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 Uh, uh yeah. <laughs> uh, listen, listen. Does your does your is your phone? Ketai. Yeah, is phone good? Ketai? Ketai good? Ketai. Yego. Okay. What nani? What? Nani. No. Nani ketai. Okay. I can I use can I can I ketai? Hey, what the hell is she saying, man? Are so we then good? I'm going to start touching my phone and look at him confused. Ketai. <laughs> you me ketai. Hi, Ketai. Ketai this. What? I thought you said your name was Mike. Now it's Ketai? What? what? No. Rex, Ketai means phone in Japanese. What? <laughs> and then I hold it up and I'm like, Ketai! <laughs> yeah, I want to go over to the boxes. Yeah, there's yeah, more boxes. boxes sitting there. Okay. They all, they're all they indistinguishable. They're just more boxes in a row. Do they need to be open? They're maybe... Are they like baskets? Um, What's going on here? They're maybe six inches by... They're like maybe a six foot or six foot six inch cube, just cube, like yeah. Like and this? it looks like they, yeah, like 
you know, six by six by six, Is and it looks like they open from the middle, kind of like some kind of maybe, I guess a jewelry box of some sort, it's hinged on the back and opens okay. up. I want to open the far left one up. The far left one? Yes. As he's doing, as he's doing this, I'm going to walk over to the older guy, because he's used the most Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> and I respect elders. Mm. No, you should respect your elders. You open it up, and inside there's this ornate amulet sitting there. It's a big stone. You're not sure what it is. Looks maybe kind of cheap. It doesn't look real, I guess, you know? Like, it doesn't look like a big diamond or anything like that. I'm gonna come up behind him. <laughs> what do you got there? Yeah, and it's 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 a big stone flushed around with some kind of gold and it's clearly got a necklace around it, a little, little chain hanging from it. You can put it around your neck. Looks like some sort of lucky chain. I'm gonna... I'm going to take us from the visible mine. Mm. Well, hey, good luck at the pawn shop when we get out of here. Boxu. I want to open the next box. The next box? Mm-hmm. Okay. Inside. Hey, Chemical, come on over here. Chemical, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Uh, inside, you basically see a little, kind of like a handle, like a, a hilt of some sort that mm-hmm. you could maybe pull right, from. I'm going to pull it out. Yeah. All right, you pull it out, and it's, it's just... Very strange-looking knife. It's much bigger than the box could be. Mm. You pull it out, and it's maybe a foot long or so. It's got this strange curved blade that almost kind of circles around on itself on the end. Uh, weird little stones in the hilt to the handle. Looks very sharp. What? Where'd you get that? It was in these boxes. What? I'm going to slide my hand along the back of it. Check it out. Yeah, it, it feels good. Well, enjoy your amulet. Yeah, and as you look at the amulet, you see this weird... String almost floating towards the sky. Out of the amulet? Yeah. Only you see this. What on earth? This is bizarre. Hey, is anybody else seeing this string coming out of this guy's amulet? Whoa. I'm going to pull it up so you can show it to the camera. Yeah. Your camera sees nothing. You see nothing. You're holding the amulet. There's nothing. Yeah. Well, I don't whoa, whoa, whoa. See what are you talking string? about, man? What are you talking Here, about? Here, hold the knife. I'm going to take the knife. All right, you're holding the knife. You look at the amulet, you see this weird string heading skywards. So it appears that whenever I'm looking, whenever I'm holding this knife, I see some sort of string. Your camera isn't capturing any of this. Right. I'm still talking to sure. it. Because they don't capture yeah, anything. Yeah, no, no, that's fine. I'm just making sure you're, you're aware yeah, of the camera. No, I'm aware okay. the camera is not helping. So, looks like it's some sort of string. What, what do you guys think is in the other boxes? Let's open those up. All right. I'm going to give the knife back to him. Oh, look, man, does it really matter? We just need to get the hell out of here. Hey, don't you want to be prepared? What if there's another weapon in there? Mist is still just pouring in behind you guys. It's never really rising above that foot foot level below you. Uh, but it's just pouring. You can just see it heading down those three outlets you have. Look, I got the only weapon I need, man. I'm going to show my knife that I'm still holding and just... Look, man, like I told my last wife, you know, I only drive as fast as I can see. It's all in the reflexes. <laughs> I'm going to be very excited by all, by all of these gifts that they're getting. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to be all like, boxy, 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 and I'm going to run up to the boxes, and I'm just going to open one of them. Uh, just there's wildly. Two left. The, the third and the fourth, I guess. The third. <laughs> all right, you uh, open the uh, third box. Inside, there's this kind of folded piece of cloth. It looks like something just folded over on itself. Okay. Some piece of cloth of some sort. I'm going to pick it up and say, None of this. None of this, guy. All right, as you pick it up, you start to realize it's actually maybe some kind of skin. 
Hey, not this guy, Kumiko. <laughs> Kimiko. Kimiko. Sorry. Yeah, chemical man. <laughs> I forgot how to say forgive me. Nah. What is it? And then I'm gonna because I think it's skin. I'm gonna get really grossed out and be like, yeah, yeah. All right. She throws it back in the box. All right. And I'm, I'm gonna, gonna run over to the next one. Can I do that? Uh, you don't have to run over. You can just. But I have to be like. Move your. You can do two steps to the side. Japanese run to the and side. And in Japanese <laughs> sidestep. Yeah. And open the last box. And inside there's there's a tiny little, I guess, pedestal inside. And on top of it, there's a little singular little, looks like a pill of some sort. Mm-hmm. As you're looking at it, you know, from a distance, it just kind of looks like a, maybe a blackish pill with a, con- uh, a bunch of little spots through it, little white spots. Oh, nice guy. And I hold it up to them. Okay. Yeah, as you're holding it up and kind of looking closer, you can kind of see it's got a lot of detail in it. Almost, It's almost like looking at space. Hmm. Huh. You know, <laughs> a bunch of stars, a bunch of black okay. and the stars. I'm going to give it to my elder. She hands you a pill. And an, I for, I, but I don't know his, I don't remember his name. And I'm going to say, Oh, namae wa? Uh, uh, don't worry, gato. What the hell is this thing? (laughs) What is that, man? Trent, what the hell's going on, man? Mike. Some sort of weird boxes that it's Mike. What gifts? Who the hell's giving us gifts? They put bags on our heads, they put spears on our heads. Actually, if you look at old, ancient tribal traditions, you'll see that this sort of thing is very, very common. Tribal traditions? What the hell does this guy mean? Calming. It looks like a pill, but it's sparkling. Do you have any idea what this could be? No, here, let me take a look at it. And, you know, can you give me the knife? All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold the knife in it. Just see, like, is anything happening while I'm holding the knife and sure. the pill? Looks like this weird cord. Just from the amulet? No, no, no. You see the amulet and you see something heading from the pill. Skyward. D- it's I happening the same again. thing, yeah. Man, this is some freaky, freaky stuff. I'm going to take the pill. You're going to pop it in your mouth? I'm popping the pill in my mouth. Headphones. (laughs) (laughs) Holy, wow, you're that kind of Cali kid, huh? You remind me of my son. (laughs) He pops the pill in his mouth, and all of a sudden his eyes just turn black. Whoa! Collapses. Starts convulsing heavily. Hey, hey, hey! He's convulsing heavily, and then just stops. And he's just laying still. I'm brandishing my knife even more than I was before. I, I'm still standing still, but I'm freaking out a little bit. But I want to seem cool and tough. So I'm just holding my knife right to my face, just getting ready. Cool. And I'm just in case. Off. I'm Japanese running over to Mike's son. I'm going to kneel down next to Trent and be like, shake his shoulders, be like, slap there his is, face a little there bit. There is like no life to the spot. You don't feel any movement, I no feel response. feel breathing, pulse. You don't feel breathing, you don't feel pulse. Oh, man. I never had anything like that back in the 70s. Thank God, right? Mike, what the hell is going on? This kid, this crazy kid just took a pill and killed himself. Ah, Jesus Christ. (coughs) A coughing fit comes on. (coughs) Look, man, you need to, like, take a break or something? What's what's going on? I think we gotta get out of this mist. What mist? It is still pouring down. It's very regular pouring down. It's never really climbed up above that foot, but you can still see it just... 
pouring down and pouring out those doors at a pretty decent speed. Look, at times like this, Rex Payton's got one thing to say, all right? You keep going forward no matter what. Nope. If the rain is going down like lead sheets, you just keep going no matter what. I, You know, you remind me of someone I worked with once. Yeah? Yeah, I can't quite put my finger on it, though. Well, it's a popular kind of attitude, you know what I'm saying? I guess so. Well, which way do you want to go? I'm, they're all, this, there's a scarecrow over there. Maybe that means somebody lives over there. Look, I don't know what the hell's going on. You want to go to the scarecrow? We'll go to the scarecrow. I'm sorry, you're still holding the knife, right? Wait, who has no, the knife? No, I'm going to pick the knife up since he dropped it. He oh, okay, over. yeah, he collapses. He he was holding an amulet. I'm take the amulet, too. Okay. Um, and there's... Uh, I put them in my $600 slacks. Yeah, as you're picking up the knife, you um, you look at him and you see this kind of cord, this, some kind I mean, of ethereal cord heading him, skywards. Yeah, from him. straight from him. You look over... You know, you look at the amulet, you see it heading from there, and then you look uh, at the boxes, and you see it heading from the map, skyward. Well, I guess I'm going to grab the map, too, because okay. it's a map. It's a piece of skin just sitting there. Yeah. I'll, I'll, hey, Rex, you want to be the map guy? What the hell? What is that, skin? What, you're squeamish around a little skin? I thought you were a tough guy. Look, Rex Payton's not afraid of anything. I'll hold on to some skin if you want. I'm going to hand him the map. All right. All right. <laughs> Flap a skin, you open up. There's weird drawings all over. They seem to be shifting as you're looking at it. What the hell is this? Everything's moving around. I need you to make a sanity check. Four and a two. Okay. Sanity. Can I use one of my yeah. dice to make it a six? Yes, you can. Okay. As you're looking, what well, looks kind of like a map, but it's constantly shifting or whatever. But around the center of it, you see this kind of blue glowing. Uh, just this kind of pulsing, just blue, like just like a blips on a radar almost. Just doom, doom. And occasionally there's this little blue pulse right in the center of it. Look, I'm not saying we need to go anywhere, but this thing right here is saying we go to the center. It's got this little weird pulsing blue thing. Alright, well which, do you know which door takes us there, Rex? Uh, can I tell from where the map, where we are to where the this blue thing is? Uh, looking at it, you can kind of see this blue pulse, and as you're looking really close, like a lot of it is, the edges are all just constantly shifting and just twisting and freaking you out. But as you look at the pulse, you kind of see a little static area of the map, and there are three clear exits on it. There's no indication of which way to go, but it looks almost the shape of this room. You can see the disc, you can see the opening. So, righto, righto. All right, wait, are you looking at the map? Yeah, I'm looking over his shoulder. Make a sanity check. <laughs> no pass. So you got a one. Four huh? and a That's one. Half of them are ones. <coughs> well, you can use a save if you want. Because okay. you roll half Let's ones. Let's do that. <laughs> okay. okay. So you can roll, you can turn any, I said any one, but I meant any die into a six. Sure. Yeah. This one. Sure. Okay. This so, one. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, you're fine. Okay. okay. Well, she wants to go right, I guess. What do you think, Map Master? What? Star Buck? This this Asian chick doesn't know what she's doing, man. We're gonna go to the left. We're gonna go by the <laughs> scarecrow. Look, I know it looks a little bit weird. There's a hand there. There's blood. But look, my gut is telling me, Rex Payton, yeah, go to the left. And let me tell you, it's all about the instincts and the reflexes. My instinct is saying we go to the left, we go to the left of this scarecrow. 
kind of liking your style, Rex. And Michael Douglas slaps Rex Peyton. Rex Peyton on the shoulder, and there you go. <laughs> okay, they're gonna they're gonna head down. Are you gonna follow Kimiko? Hi. <laughs> Kimiko, let's go. Ikimasu. All right, I guess Kimiko is following you. God, I'm just gonna die. You're gonna give me some choice. I'll just die. Just, just see what I have to say, and we'll go from there. All right. Okay, you pop this pill in your mouth. The instant it touches your tongue, you kind of feel everything in your body just not die off, but just quit functioning, I guess, in a way. Okay. And you feel your body collapsing in slow-mo as your eyes kind of glaze over. You kind of black out in some sense, but then you start having this weird... I guess you would call it a dream. But it's not just one dream. You're having... It seems like you're having multiple dreams layered on top of each other all at once. You're almost having, I guess, an untold amount of dreams. You can't you can't keep track of it to some degree. You're basically seeing your life going through this maze that you're in, going through it in a multitude of different ways, just almost as if you're seeing all the variables, the ways you could have gone. You go left, you go right, you go in the middle. And some of them, Michael Douglas stabs you, and some of the others, you know, you're stabbing him, whatever. There's a variety of things happening, and they're all leading towards your end. And some of them, you're seeing yourself die from a variety of things. Weird trap in the wall cuts you in half, and blocks fall on you, a monster grabs you, Kimiko kills you, Michael Douglas does something weird, and you die on accident, you know. You're seeing yourself die over and over, countless ways. Every one of them, you die. But one consistent thing that's happening is you're seeing this vision, and in a lot of them, it all happens differently, but the result is the same. But you meet up with the man who's got one, one hand. He's wearing cargo shorts. And some of these visions, you help this man. Some of them, you fight this man. But they all end the same. You begin to see the whole earth shaking. Pieces of, uh, of this thing you're in start flying, kind of floating upwards. The whole ceiling starts to lift off. Everything's lifting off. You start seeing this big opening in the sky, almost like a giant, I guess, eyelid opening right above the whole thing. Everything starts getting just sucked into it. And it's all because of this man. You know, you know, with your basically infinite experiences that this man is the cause of it for you. And you all, you realize it all comes from this man touching this final, what you're going to call a beacon. You know, you've come across them in, in you come across all of them, actually, in your experiences. You know where they all are. You can feel them all. You know, you see one here, one there, whatever. You can understand this, where they all in the structure. You touch them. You feel like you're getting stronger, but that's just a trick. And then this beam shoots skywards. There's, you, you know, there's a count of 12 of them. You feel once all of them are lit, and this man is the one doing it. He's looking for the ending. He's looking for all of these. Every time you meet up with him, that's what his goal is. That's his goal. And when you get there... He, sometimes he ends up lighting the final one. And once he does that, that's when you feel that eyelid opening in the sky. And you don't want to ever see that again. You feel it pulling at your heart, your brain, from all different parts of your body. And it feels like you're just being stretched. And it's painful, it's agonizing, and you're seeing things you don't ever want to see again. And as you're uh, vision, uh, visualizing your infinite multitudes of how you die, how you're ending, this is the one you don't want. Because this is the one you feel is somehow eternal. And then you suddenly wake up. Okay. You have three more navigation. 
three more navigation? Three more. I don't care what your number was. Put it at that. Three more. can go beyond four. can be whatever. What do you okay. have now? I am at four. Oh. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, navigation is stupid. You have three more navigation. Okay. Uh, you lose one toughness. The toll this is taking on your body is you're clearly experiencing a lot of crap. And you okay. lose two sanity. <laughs> I'm at zero sanity. Perfect. <laughs> Two toughness, four nav. Okay. All right. My name's Frank Cornell. My father was managing director at a corporate bank in Buffalo, New York. No siblings. My mother was a school teacher, loving and a tad overbearing, but ultimately ineffectual. My upbringing was normal. Normal, normal, normal. I always felt unable to be in control of my own direction because my father was so convincing and always right. In the midst of puberty, I started developing urges that manifested in dreams. I had come to in front of a huge wooden chopping block. On the chopping block were glistening red cuts of thick red meat. I knew it was human. I'd wake up moments from putting <laughs> the raw slabs of flesh into my mouth. I pursued a degree in architecture at Ithaca University, hoping it'd make my dad proud. He wanted to be an architect. If he was proud, he never showed it. All the while, I continued to have dreams and urges, mostly when the stress and the anxiety took hold. It was when I started my first semester of graduate school that I decided I couldn't take it anymore. I moved to China to teach English. I thought doing something grand would make me feel like a complete person. I thought it gave me purpose of my own. Maybe I could finally stand up to my father. All I found was that meat market. All right, you've just been, just been maced, basically, and started crawling away from this horrific scene. This man pulled a gun on you. He grabbed that girl you were with. Another weird girl showed up. And then you kind of blindly rushed off, uh, kind of back where you came. And you finally get to a point where you're... You know, you don't really hear them anymore. You're kind of mm. resting against the wall, kind of rubbing your eyes. Uh, I'm a cough. I'm <coughs> yeah, I'm it's in your mouth, your nose. Yeah, it's mm. awful. It's bad. But you kind of get to a point where you feel you feel comfortable enough to kind of slow down, take a breath, and try and clear your eyes, clear whatever you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can, you can kind of hear the stream off to the side somewhere. The stream. Yeah, the stream. Yeah, so... You could head towards that. Maybe you can clean yourself that way. I, I still feel some severe stinging. Oh, it's gonna burn for a while. I guess I'll. I guess I'll do that. Yeah. So I mean, you can head towards um, the stream. It's pretty easy to find. Uh, it's I very f- clear sounding. I feel like um, that girl who I accidentally called Sharon is sort of a lost cause. I don't even know if I could find her at this point. I, I'll put the, my femur in my belt loop. And take her cell phone out. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, and you can't... It does It does have a password, but you can keep the light on and keep turning it on. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't access any any of the... You know, it's a typical, you know, keypad, sure. ten numbers. I'll continue on, as always, as quiet as I can be. Okay, yeah, you've got a very low light, so you can... I mean, but it works well enough for you to mm-hmm. see and occasionally turn back on. Uh, and, you know, through your eyes. You don't really hear anything but the stream. As you approach the stream, yeah, you're, it comes in, and you start hear it roaring as you get uh, much closer. It's very clear. You know, it sounds like it's always sounded as you were uh, 
as you were remotely near it also. Okay. Well, unless I hear anything otherwise, I'm going to go mm-hmm. over and try cleaning myself off. Sure. Oh, and the entire time you're walking over here, even though you are kind of blind and can't really see, you very clearly see every every beacon you've Oh, okay. First of all, I want to look. Do the beacons seem to create any pattern? I've lit a bunch of them at this point. Sure, you've lit, what, six of them? And you're kind of starting to see uh, some kind of pattern. You're not sure what it is, but a couple of them are regularly placed. Um, What it feels like are regularly placed when you're looking at the whole thing from your point of view and the way you've been looking at them. So you feel... You feel like you can gain a little insight if you're looking for the others to maybe where they are. You know, maybe a, maybe a bonus navigation if you want. You can kind of feel like maybe what's the what the middle points are. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll help you kind of figure out where you haven't been, where you should go. I guess. Well, I'll go to the nearest place I haven't been. All right, roll a navigation check, and you can add uh, two that. A five, a six, two ones, and a three. Okay, Close. you rolled five dice? Yes. Okay. You come across a, uh, a door. You know, you're passing every now and then a hallway, a door, whatever. But you come across this door that's... This is maybe the first one you've heard with kind of some noise behind it. You they, know how I feel about doors. I, I love how you feel about doors. Um, as you approach this door, it almost sounds like... It sounds like it's raining on the other side. Is there any way that can I s- try to smell underneath the door? Sure, you can try smelling underneath the door, yeah. What's it smell like? It smells like rain. The smell of new rain on a... Yeah, it smells like a fresh rain in there. What have I got to lose? I'm going to open the door. All right, you open the door. And as you open the door, it's this long hallway. You're not quite sure how long it is because there's a lot of obscuring... Uh, uh, a lot of something obscuring your vision. As you're looking at the ground level, you kind of see this weird cloud forming, almost, not forming, but kind of a cloud-like structure, and it looks like it's just raining skyward. Rain is falling from the, from the floor to the ceiling. Are there, is there any rubble on the ground near me? Near you? Yeah. Um, sure. There's some, you I'm know, some in there. Okay. The second you throw it through the door, and you watch it just change trajectory, and it just starts flying. You know, you throw it in, it's heading south, uh-huh. or heading uh, downward towards the... Uh, Towards the, it's earthbound, I guess. Yeah. And then the second it crosses the threshold of the door, it starts shooting skyward. Is it like incredibly violent, or does it seem like no, normal gravity? No, it's kind of like a natural trend back the other way. Is there a ceiling? Yeah, you can see it. It's uh, maybe five feet above you. Is there like a pool of water above me? Yeah, there's. Uh, it looks like kind of grating, a grate of some sort. A grate. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose I will prepare myself to be flipped upside down. Wait, I'm gonna I'm gonna just put my stub arm in there. Okay. See if anything happens. You stick your arm in all of a sudden it shoot skyward. Okay. And it kinda kinda knocks you in the head a bit. You weren't quite expecting it. It's mm. very unusual for you to deal with something like this. Sure. I'm gonna trying to best steady myself with my arms on the walls, I'm gonna go forward and I'm gonna try to get it so my feet <coughs> land on the ceiling. <laughs> okay. This Just isn't like in, this isn't like insanely high or anything, is it? No, it's not a reason. It's a five and a. Okay, two. yeah, you're you kind of 
put your arms against the walls and move forward a bit, and you know you're about to be twisted upside down as you're kind of reaching towards the ceiling, I guess, to grab it. And you're fine. It's not really once the whole world shifts once for you. It's kind trend. of really a, not a big drop. You know, Maybe mm. if you weren't expecting it and just walked in, that mm. would have been a big deal. But otherwise, you're fine, and you're just getting rained on. It's very cold. Otherwise, it feels regular, regular raindrops. You know, it feels like a very heavy rain. All right. And uh, as you're walking, you can't quite see the end, but you know there's just walls. As far as you can see, there are walls going that way. But the rain is—it's heavily falling. It's obscuring your vision all the way to the end. I'm gonna keep walking. Okay. You walk for maybe 40 feet or so. Mm-hmm. You know, you're slowly walking. Everything's just—it's heavily raining, and you get to the end. There's a door. Kind of starting from the ceiling that comes to maybe... My current ceiling or the old ceiling? Like, is it upside down for me? Your current ceiling, there's a door that starts there, comes down to maybe mid-chest high. So your nipples, basically, that's where the door, I guess, the top of the door stops. Okay. The upside-down door stops. I'm going to do the old run-through. Do I smell anything through the door? (coughs) No, you don't smell anything. All you can smell is basically fresh rain. I'm trying to open the door. Okay, yeah, you have to reach up pretty high. Almost have to jump to turn it, but you're able to open it. It's just fine. Um, as you push the door open, everything seems fine. You, you know, when the second you put your arm through there, it's kind of falling upwards right. in a weird arc, but it doesn't seem to affect you. Do I see anything beyond the threshold? <coughs> yeah. You come into a room, and there's... Um, you get yourself inside. Well, I guess you look inside, and you see... Kind of upside down, there's a uh, very lavishly ordained altar sitting there, almost on the ceiling from where you're looking. There's a tiny little pool. There are very familiar runes inscribed around it. It's upside down to you, covered in gold and silver. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like a very rich church on this. Enter the room. Okay, yeah, you're roll two dice. Four and a one. You can use a save if you want. I'm not going to use a save. All right, make a toughness check. That's two fives and a four okay. and a two. <coughs> You're very unfamiliar with shifting your gravity like this. Mm-hmm. It's, you may have done it once, but it was almost by luck. But the second time, you flip over Just and biff. you slip. And you biff, but you're okay. Uh, and here in this room. And there are no exits to this room. It's just this room. Very ornate altar. A little dip inside with uh, some kind of liquid in it. And then the runes are all around it. Kind of spiraling. Just stone walls? Yeah, oh yeah, you're in a big, very close room. Uh, According to custom, I'm going to go up and touch the runes. Yeah, and according to custom, Flame Ignites. You feel a little bit better about yourself. You're no longer hungry, you're no longer thirsty. Anything that's built up since then is gone. You can add one to whatever stat you want. And a beam is shooting skyward. And it's starting to maybe complete the puzzle a bit more for you, I guess. You can kind of start to feel where where these other ones are at. And almost kind of on cue when you like this beacon skyward. The whole whole uh, catacombs that you're in start rocking. You hear almost kind of from a long distance, uh, you know, you're deep underground, you hear kind of an explosion of some sort, a big boom, and everything starts shaking, and then it kind of dies off. 
And it's pretty much correlated with me lighting the seventh beacon. It feels like it did, yes. All right. I'm gonna. Think yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of stone shaking. You can maybe hear some things collapsing around you. Not, not too close. Nothing in your room. A little mm. dust is trailing down. But everything is shaking nearby, and some of the looser stones from the ceiling are falling down. Some of the sure. wall is collapsing a little. Well, I'm going to think that I'm responsible, and sure, I have and to it, keep going. It stops, you know, pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a quick earthquake, I guess. Sure. Like. I'll try to head back. Okay. Just roll two dice. Uh, six and a five. Okay, yeah, you're able to navigate completely back. You know, you flip upside down, all right. You've learned your lesson. You get all the way through. Flip back upside down again. You get back to the hallway. the You guys were going to go south towards the blood near the scarecrow. That was your plan towards the forest. <laughs> All right, well, you got the map, so I guess uh, you should take point A, tough guy. Yeah, look, I'm looking at this map, and it's just, you know, it's pointing to this, like, yeah. blue pulsating as, thing. As you're looking at the map, um, you're kind of seeing the terrain around it is still all shifting on the edges but in the center you're you're looking at it kind of adjust as you're walking it almost looks like it it's following you it's some kind of gps style format that you're used to yeah hey uh what'd you say your name is mike mike yeah you ever seen that like uh that harry potter kind of thing yeah i watched harry potter with my kids yeah, this kind of map's the same kind of thing I was watching with my son. He's pretty good at football. You know, he got two touchdowns the other week. Wow. Anyways, this is kind of the same kind of map. You know, he's walking around, and, like, you know, you, the map kind of changes when you're walking. Mm-hmm. Same kind of thing. It's kind of easy to read. Wow, that's fascinating stuff there. As you guys are walking, you're seeing the mist start pouring down this hill. You're heading down towards the hill, towards the forest. As you're as you're walking down a hill, you can kind of see the mist. It's almost like little weird arms are kind of grabbing up towards your nose and then dying off. I need you all to make a sanity check. I have a two and a one, so I guess I have to do a thingy. You can use a save, or uh, you can just deal with it. I passed all kinds. One success. Okay, these two are fine. Johnny, your call. <laughs> What happens if I go insane? We'll see. <laughs> okay, I'll do a save. So I turn it to a six. Mario! Okay. Mario! Hey, you guys are fine. As you're heading down, you're coming towards a, uh, what looks like this weird, kind of a dead-looking forest. What the hell, Mike? Why is this a goddamn Mike. dead forest? We're going down this goddamn gold disc. There's this Japanese girl... There's two. There's one other guy. He's like a ghost hunter or something. I don't understand what the hell he's saying. We're walking along this scarecrow, and now we got this like Rex, dead forest. Rex, get it together, man. We got to keep moving. All right. <coughs> I want to start pointing and go, ki ki, jisu jisu ki. What are you pointing at? The trees. I'm the way sorry. we're going. Okay. I'm gonna start pointing at the trees and going, ki ki. All right, then, let's. And I point at the map, jisu, and then I'm gonna point at the trees, ki. Alright, everybody keep their lights out. Hey, Let's Jesus, keep going. bro, what are you gonna do? What the hell is she saying, Mike? I don't understand this goddamn thing. She's clearly pointing at the trees, pointing at, go, at she the trees, pointing at your map. Pointing at the trees, pointing at your map. Alright, let's keep going. Alright, so we're gonna keep going. Alright, as you're approaching, are you looking at the map or are you just pocketing it? 
I, I'm going to have the map out looking at it to see, like, as it changes with us kind of thing. Okay, yeah, you're watching. You can see everything around it shifting, but there's this circle in the middle. Yeah. And it's very clear what's happening in that, you know, four-inch section. Right. And it's shifting and shifting, and then as you get closer to the trees, individual trees are kind of popping up on your map. Every now and then, like, a blue, like, kind of radar pulse. Boom. All right, I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna hold this like skin up to Mike and just look at this map, Mike. There's like there's like trees showing up every now and again. And it keeps changing where we're going. I don't know what the hell is going on here. All I know is I want to get to my goddamn truck. This is the first time you've gotten a close up of the map, and you should make a sanity check. Six. Okay. I gotta be honest with you, Rex. I think I may have died back there in L.A. What? Died in L.A.? What the hell? Hey, Kiko, what the hell is he talking about dying? Jesus Christ, who the hell are these people? Listen, either we can keep staring at the map, or we can go back where the fog was reaching out with fingers to choke us to death, or we can go forward. Oh, as you're walking, you're still, this fog is, it's starting to get, like, knee-deep. We need to keep moving, Rex. We're not it's going. Moving. There are little wisps coming up and grabbing for you, and then dying off before they get to your nose, before they get to your face, whatever. Let's move. Let's yeah, move. Yeah, we're here. gonna keep on moving. I don't want to go back to this goddamn. I don't fog. either. So let's move. All right, let's keep going. So can I ask, uh, or like point, or look at Mike? Sorry, and ask, <laughs> like say Mike son, Mike son, and, and ask him, and I'm pointing at the map and say Chizu Chizu because I want to like. Say, like, I want him to take the map because I don't trust this guy over here. What? What's the problem here? Mike son, Chisu. And I'm like pointing at the map and I want you to take it. And I'm trying to like like do all these gestures. Hey, and... hey it's okay. <laughs> He's our navigator. This is a team effort, Kumiko. <laughs> What's your name? Uh, listen, the fog. The fog. I make these like large swooping yeah. motions. And I say, go, go. It's going to choke us if we don't key. Key. <laughs> we have to key. Hi, Yikimashou. Hi. Hi, Yikimashou. And I'm pointing, let's go, let's go. Domo, key, key, key. So we're going to go. You're walking, you come along um, a weird pool in the ground. Ten foot wide pool, perfectly circle, runes around it. And is there a path around it? Ah, uh, no, it's just woods. You guys have... Okay. There's no there's no there's clear no path. path so far. It's just been... You've been just walking through uh, okay. through wooded area. Hey, Rex. Yeah? What do you make of these runes? Man, I don't understand what the hell's going on here. There's fucking runes. There's dead trees. There's mist coming out around here. What? All right, Rex. If I ever need a review of what's currently happening, I'll make sure to consult you. <laughs> <laughs> While they're talking... <laughs> I want to, I want to like look at Mike and be like, and say, Mike san, nizu desu ka? And I'm gonna kind of like creep towards the water, but then I'm out, I want to touch the runes. Oh, be careful, Kumika. Oh no. Okay, she touches the runes. She's she backs off a gasp for a second. You see a flame erupt. Uh, they don't see it at all, but all of a sudden you see a beam shooting skyward. They just. Whoa, they see you look whoa. back, uh, uh, shocked suddenly, and then kind of 
Calmly Kuniko, what us. happened? Nani? 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 What is... Nandes? And I point towards the lake and I, and I say, Mizunasuka? It's good? Yeah? And, and I see two this, big I Michael Douglas thumbs up with a I smile. See, I see big thumbs up and I say, Hi! Ah. <laughs> hey Rex, it sounds like this pool's alright. Why don't we check out these runes? <laughs> okay. Alright, I'm gonna walk up and touch the runes. Okay, yeah, you feel the same thing. And every time they touch this thing and this Sucker. flame comes up, I'm gonna say, Kasaiusne. <laughs> Perfect. I don't know what that means, but it sounds great. <laughs> yeah, bonsai, Kumiko. Come, bonsai. Bonsai? Bonsai, go go this guy. Huh? All right, I'm going to pause with you three. Right. You're in that center room where the disc lowered. There are those exits, uh, north, south, and west. There's a scarecrow. There's a hand. There's a bunch of blood heading to the south. The first thing I want to do is, uh, you know, use my go back on the GoPro. Your go back? Use my phone to go back on the GoPro <coughs> and uh, see which way the others went. Oh, your GoPro? Yeah. You had it on your shoulder? Yeah, so it's like passed out. Okay, yeah, you can't quite tell. You know they do not go north. They do not go north. Okay. And from your vision, you know they do not go north. Footprints, anything that looks kind of... There's nothing nothing really noticeable. And as you're looking at the footage, it looks like you've been watching for maybe an hour. Okay. Um, now, with this, do I, uh, do I see anything that makes me, um, you know, given the different paths to, that I saw, did anything seem to really be leaning towards one way? No. Or did it look you like... You felt like... Given All your given led. your infinite paths, you took them roughly equally. You convinced the group, the group convinced you, whatever. You took them roughly equally. In an hour, man. And they all, the general consensus was the same thing no matter what you took. Okay. I, you know, I'm going to go... You know, first thing I'm going to go to is I'm going to look at the Scarecrow. Okay. As you walk up to the Scarecrow, you kind of get very... You get chills up your spine here to some degree. As soon as I'm feeling those chills, I, w- I stop. I yeah, do not sure. want to approach No, no, no. The reason chills. you're feeling these chills, uh, chills is as you're getting closer, you kind of realize that this might be like a person. Whoa, Timothy. I, if, as you're watching this, I want you to know I'm feeling you're, just you're, this you're dark ca- saturation of energy. You're turning I, the camera on yourself? No, I'm just talking into my... Uh, your dictaphone? Yeah, my dictaphone. I'm feeling this dark chill, just saturation of dark energy. I do not yeah. like this scarecrow, man. I'm gonna stay as far away from the scarecrow because I feel like sure. if I get any closer, I'm gonna get sucked in. Yeah, no, it, it, it just, it, the closer you get, the the more it feels like, as you're looking at it, it's kind of looking real. Very real. You know, I'm, I want to go to, I, I feel this energy drawing me to the south gate, but I do not it's this weird dichotomy of just dark energy and light energy, and I just want to stay away from this dark energy as I move to the south. So I'm going to try to circle around this scarecrow and head to the south door. You're going to go to the south. Okay. 
Is it going to the south? Uh, I know that there's all this blood, but I feel like, you know what? There's um, sometimes this could, this could be an artery just leading back to the heart. Yeah, there's a ton of blood heading, the heading down these heading down these, this slope that's heading down to a, a forest of some sort. Uh, you don't actually really see anything else. There's no nothing else. It's just a pile of blood that kind of ends up in this weird, almost looks like something burst there. But you don't see anything else. I don't see anything. And else. then, as you're heading down, it goes to to a forest. You, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to this forest, but I am not enjoying this. I am. You're not look, a happy camper, Timothy. I just want you to know. I feel like I'm taking a big risk here. Um, Timothy, that it's. I am taking this risk because I feel drawn here, and I feel like the energy that I'm receiving from this forest is something I feel like it is a compassionate spirit bringing me here. Okay. Yeah. As you're walking down towards the You know the what? Actually, I'm going to say, hello, spirit. I am open. I am an open channel. If at any point you want to guide me, I am here. Okay. As you're walking down. Let me down, know. Just give me a sign. As you're approaching the, the, the edge of the forest, floods of images uh, that you've seen. You've seen the countless images, the infinite images of your doom. And you see you walking through here. You see the one-armed man walking through here. There are a bunch of uh, strange things happening. There is are the weird... You see occasionally... Is that what I'm experiencing now? Because it... Where am I? You feel all these visions at once and it may be... Maybe almost half of them you feel the one-armed man walk through this way. Timothy, I I don't know how to explain this, but I'm having visions that explain that there's this man that I need I need to stop him from achieving his goal. He's going down he's gone through this forest, I feel. I don't know if he's dead and I'm experiencing his spirit or if he left some sort of strong emotional trace here. But I need to go through this forest. As you enter the forest, I mean, you're seeing trees. They are all dead. All of them. They all look like trees in winter. Look however, at this man. Look at this Timothy. This tree is not alive. However, where am I? They're kind of groaning in a way, like they're moving to some degree, like a great wind is blowing, but you don't feel any wind. But there's a weird aching in the trees, I guess, and you're groaning. Okay, Timothy. I am holding on to this tree, and I am feeling it move. I am not moving. Obviously, the, the recorder is not catching any wind. Something is going on here. I feel like some spirit has possessed these trees. It is motioning me in such a way, you know, such as, you know, what are those? Philia or something like that? I, I don't know. I don't remember biology, but it's moving. I feel like I might be on some sort of centipede or something. And these sure. legs are moving me in a direction. And as you're holding these trees, this mist that you saw when you were coming through is pouring down. And it's maybe knee-high now. Maybe almost almost mid-thigh high. Do I still have my mask on, or did they take my mask? They didn't take your mask. You're okay. still wearing it. I'm, gonna, I'm just putting my mask fully on, rather since I don't have sure. to share it with. Things are whipping up... Uh, kind of almost like little creepy arms are like whipping up and then dying off as they're kind of approaching your face. You don't really notice anything. 
I would like to look at these on my GoPro since I saw the knife and the thing coming up with it. Is the GoPro capturing? Yeah. Oh yeah, you can see this very clearly on your on your camera. Okay. It's this mist flying downwards, and occasionally there are weird bubbling and weird little arms kind of reaching up and dying off. And a lot of them seem to be centered around your body, just kind of reaching up and dying off. Timothy, I, I feel like there's a lot of things going on here, Tim. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm gonna keep on going on, but I just. I don't know if I'm getting sucked in, or if I'm getting pulled in, or if these are, you know, if this is my mom. <laughs> okay, make a navigation check. Why did you add your mom at the end of that? <laughs> uh, two successes. Okay, uh, you're approaching. You find as you're as you're approaching, there's a lot of mist on the ground, but you're kind of seeing a shape underneath the mist to some degree, you know. Something laying down on the ground. You can't quite tell what it I'm is. I'm going to reach down. I'm going to touch it. Okay. As you reach down, you realize you're grabbing a bone. A bone? A bone. And did you make a save? Timothy, I have a bone here. I rolled a one. All right. Well, you can use a save. I will use a save. <laughs> okay. You pick it up, and you're holding what looks like, like a foot almost, a skeletal foot. You realize it's connected. You know, I'm going to... I would like to take the femur because I feel like I've, okay. I've as, seen this before. Sure, as you're reaching down, you pick up the femur, but as you're kind of jostling the skeleton, it's definitely a very human skeleton, you realize it's already missing a femur. So you're grabbing the last femur. Not the second, the last. The last. <laughs> you're grabbing the only femur remaining. Something's, something's already took it. That's the one thing missing. Okay. You know, you don't see, you know, you're not a, you're not anatomist, but you can see everything from this body as you get close. And there's clearly a big femur missing. You grab the other one. As you're I'm moving. armed. Sure. back to the skull, and I just want to talk to the skull. Sure. I'm going to pull the skull up and see if it'll say anything to me. <clears throat> yeah, you put the skull up, you put it in front of your camera, nothing happens. It's, okay. But it's a clearly a very human skull. Okay. All right, now I'll continue down. Sorry. As you're walking, it starts to dim. And it's getting darker. It's getting harder and harder to see unless you're going to pull out some kind of light source. I'm just going to keep on feeling my way forward. Sure. Um, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to be dragging my foot. Kind of drawing. Is there some sort of dirt? Yeah, it's kind of a rough dirt, rocky path. Yeah, if, I mean, if you drag your foot, you can, you can leave an indentation. Okay, so I'm going to be dragging my foot. As yeah. I'm like crawling through this space, mm -hmm. I'm just going to make sure that that footmark is always behind me mm -hmm. and just use that as an indicator of going forward. It's a trick I learned, you know, go through a lot of Hunting tunnels. Hunting ghosts, yeah. yeah. Make a navigation check. One success. Okay. You start seeing a flood of images in your head again, and you feel all those times that this man, this one-armed man in the cargo shorts has gone through here. Okay. The countless different times, the ways he's gone through here, and you can Tim, easily follow. The spirit of this man that I need to destroy is... He's gone through this path. Yeah. Yes. Headphones. Was uh was I past the rain room? Did I get past it, or am I still? Yeah, you've gone through uh, and come back. I'm gonna try to get to the next closest beacon. Okay. Yeah, you're a, you've a pretty clear idea, really, of where it is. Make a navigation check. That is three sixes and two fives. All right. You have a very good idea of where you should go. I mean, you're looking at all these shooting up, and you, you can kind of understand this pattern. 
you come across a room, and inside this room there's a dais, and it's kind of a bunch of stepped up things to a little altar with a pool inside. Okay. And there's a tiny pool in it. Around the altar, across the altar, you, you're finding runes. They look very familiar. I'm going to touch them. You're almost feeling to the point that you don't really feel anything else in here. You, you feel like the pattern is heading to places you've never been. Well, I'm, I'm going to have to go to those places. Okay, sure. I'm going to persevere. Okay, Megan, navigate, navigation check. Oh, God. One success. Sure, you're walking. You basically come to a dead end on this hallway. You're following, it comes left, right, left, right. No, no. And it dead ends on your least favorite thing, a door. When you're looking at the door, you kind of see little bits of light leaching in from the outside. You know, around all the, the frame of the door, basically. Okay, I'm going to do, I'm going to go through my whole thing. I, oh, I smell anything coming from underneath the door. Do I hear anything if I press my ear against it? Yeah, you do. You hear, you know, it doesn't sound right outside the door, but you're hearing some, maybe some singing, maybe some chanting. It sounds like a large group of people from a great distance singing or chanting. Do I feel like, based on the beacons, that this is part of the pattern I'm seeing? I mean, you don't feel, you feel like there are, the next place you need to go, there are a couple places on the other side of this door. And it seems far away. Does it seem like this door can easily be opened? I mean, it looks... I'm going to give it a tiny bit of a pull to see if it just swings open easily. Sure, when you touch the handle, it opens normally. Gonna... This door looks like it's maybe frequently used or used enough to not grow over or seal shut. I'm peeking. You're going to just... Slightly creak the door open, peeking, peek out. Yeah. All right, as you peek out, you're kind of entering a the open part that you may have seen as you were coming down of the uh, of this big vast room. You know, as you peek out, you kind of just see a bunch of crumbled, half crumbled walls. So you don't really see much. Maybe maybe it was a section like what you were just in that was just not maintained in the slightest. There's no ceiling. It's very open air. You can see the see, uh, see the top the of the cave. cave. You yeah. can see the weird things flying up above and screeching. You can see not too much to the side, but there's a lot of light emanating from somewhere in front of you. Mm-hmm. And it's a, a very well lit area. It seems actually. like this is the epicenter. Yeah, you're you're heading to. If you look at the, you can look at the kind of the top of the cave as you look around. Mm-hmm. Looks like you're more towards that west end. And I don't see people. No. But it, this seems like a shortcut, basically. Well, as you're looking out, it looks like you've got pathways going to your left and right. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it looks kind of like a rubbled walls. I'm going to go in super stealth mode. I'm going to be, like, crouching. Mm-hmm. I don't need the cell phone, obviously. Turning that off. I'm going to keep below any low walls mm-hmm. that I happen to walk by. I'm being very, very cautious. Okay. I guess I'm going to stop with you. Who's leading? That'd be me. But yeah, that's, that's Michael Douglas. I'd like Michael Douglas to make a navigation check. Wait, you have the map, though. Yeah. He does. All right. I do, but I'm not... Oh, no, sorry, Michael Douglas. Yeah. I forgot to tell you, as you approach this pond, mm-hmm. even though you now see a beam shooting skyward because you uh, touched it, you also, with your the knife you're holding, mm-hmm. you're carrying on your person, you see a little cord running kind of right in the center of this beam, shooting skyward. It's like everything here is connected. And only when you're holding the knife, you can see it. Connected? What the hell are you talking about? Don't worry about it, Rex. 
You feel good? Everybody feeling good? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, you feel much better than you've felt in a long time. Yeah, I feel like my old self. I feel like maybe traffic Michael Douglas. Not quite, not fatal attraction (laughs) Michael Douglas or basic instinct, but I feel feel good. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. You're kind of feeling kind of warm in here. It's kind of warming up a little bit. Do that coughing you've been doing, it's kind of dying down. I feel like my old self. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. All right, so you're leading the way? I'm leading the way. All right, make a navigation check. One six. All right, you're walking, you're passing all kinds of weird dead trees that kind of almost feel like they're groping for you, but nothing weird happens. Uh, You get to what almost looks like, I guess, a little clearing in a way, and you head towards what is maybe the edge of the forest. There's a big, I guess, elaborate wall in front of you. It's got weird carvings on it that are very strange. And the mist starts growing. Okay. I need you to all make a sanity check as the mist starts reaching for you. Two fives and a one. Five and a four. Ooh, the rolls are... N- oh! What's your roll? That's three ones. <laughs> that's three ones. How many saves do you have left? You have this shot. I have, guys. I have two saves. Wow. So you can use them both. Or okay, or let's suffer do the it. penalty. Yeah. You guys get to the door. This smoke, this mist is building up. It's almost waist high now. Um, All right, and the wall. But the you wall. come to a wall, and in the center of it is this very plain wooden door. A bunch of maybe six wooden planks all stacked upright. You know, it's just. I reach shut. forward and try to open the door. It looks like it hasn't been opened in a while. All right, I'm gonna try and open it. All right, make a strength check. Six and a five. Michael Douglas yanks this door open. <laughs> no problem. So I, I reach forward and I, I, I grab the handle and I, I do a full triceps flex and I slam this door open and I step through the doorway and my shirt ripples open and it looks like my old golden pecs from the 80s. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do I, I recognize him at all yet? Yeah, I... Well, I don't know. Have you seen a Michael Douglas film? I have, but I don't recognize him as Michael Douglas yet. No, he's very old. Um, I'm old. But you see some shimmering uh, from this body that kind of reminds you of maybe romancing the stone. Hey, You're like, wait, wait a minute. You, uh, you, uh, you, do you know Danny Vito? <laughs> Me and Danny go way back. Great guy. Great guy. Oh but my. hey, listen, this fog's starting to choke us, so... You know, I don't want to start having those coughing fits again, looking like Ebenezer Scrooge. Right, right. All old it was, and decrepit. It was building up to the door roughly, you know, almost waist high. And the second you open the door, it starts flooding in. And it's kind of shrinking down around there. Uh, and it's pouring into that, filling up, starting to fill up that room. Remind me to tell you the story about Danny and me in Thailand. Uh, huh. where he where he ended up passed out in a rickshaw with three 12-year-old girls. It was insane. <laughs> but now's not the time. Okay. okay. I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jordan. What's that, Kumiko? What the hell, Mike? What is she even saying? Let's just keep going, Kumiko. <laughs> we can't help you. I I'm sorry. No domo. <laughs> I. See. Okay, they. They bust open this door. The mist starts filling the door, kind of lowers around your waist, uh, a little lower, uh, as it's funneling inside. And as you get inside, it's, it's basically a big room uh, with one door on the other end. I'm going to take up my tank top so that I'm shirtless now. <laughs> 
Uh, and I'm going to jam it under this door so that this fog will maybe not get through hey. as much. Good, oh, sure. Good thinking, Rex. Looking yeah. good, So you too. guys shut the door behind you, and then you jam your shirt under it? Sure, yeah. Okay. It's kind of pouring in through the seams, but very diminished amount. Mm. Good thinking, Rex. And, good thinking. And he's it's flexing. on the reflexes. He's got some great-looking pecs. Man. Reminds you of your 80s. The 80s. Not your 80s. The 80s. <laughs> that looks... You know what? Did you... You know, I can't... You, you say you recognize me, but I swear I've seen you somewhere before. Are you sure you didn't do film work? In, in well, I've been in Chinatown for a while. You know, you might have seen me around there somewhere. Hmm. A lot of that Peking kind of theater kind of stuff. Well, you got a good head on your shoulders, buddy, and you look good, and I feel good. So, let I mean, what is... I've got to be dead. The tongue cancer had to finally get... No, this isn't death, man. I've seen a lot of things. I've seen the Chinese death of a thousand, like, shredded people hung upside down in boiling water before. This ain't that. Shredded people. (laughs) The worst death. You've seen that? Yeah, I've seen that. Haven't you seen any Chinese black magic torture dungeons before? I can't say that I have, no. Nah, this ain't nothing. Well... Do you want to go through the next door? I mean, we're here. Yeah, I might as well. All right, I'm going to walk up and I'm going to open the door. Come right. on, Kumiko. Are you going to Michael Douglas this door or are you going to roll horribly? <laughs> oh, do I need to roll a strength check? Yeah, it hasn't been opened. It's a five and a one. Oh, you just save. It turns <laughs> to six. All right, mark that save down. All right, you yank this door open, Michael Douglas 80s style. I feel good. You are feeling rejuvenated. Hmm. This door is shoved open. And... You look inside, and there's this light layer of mist kind of coming in at you from the other side. And it's maybe a couple inches high. It's not very much. But it's very similar to what you've been seeing. And it looks almost like it's reaching for you. Do I see this as can, well? Oh, yeah. It Mike, what the in. hell? Why is there mist coming up from here? We just came from a goddamn elevator. There's mist. There's people with spears and putting bags over our heads. Well, now we're coming in with mist again. You said you're from China. You hang out in Chinatown, right? Maybe we're near the Bay Area. A lot of a lot of fog. That could be, I guess. I don't even know where we are anymore. All right, we're going to go through. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just a regular hallway. It's kind of bending left to right. and a navigation check from whoever's leading. I assume Michael Douglas, because he's the most powerful 70-year-old in the world. Yes, he really he is. is. Kimiko is not very helpful in the navigation. Three and a one. <laughs> Three and a one? Mm-hmm. You're not going to use the save? No. Okay. You come into a big opening. It's a big archway at the end of this hallway, and you can see a lot of light coming in. And as you head in, there's this humongous statue in the middle of the room. It's maybe five times the size of a regular person. It's huge. It's this 25-foot-tall statue standing in the middle of this room. You're in maybe a 100-foot-wide circular room. And and when you walk in, there are countless statues. You're not even sure how many, but there are people, statues, reaching up towards this central statue that's maybe 25 feet high. The statue in the center is missing its head, but otherwise looks like a robed figure with his hands held up high, you know, kind of in a, what do I call that gesture? Mea culpa. A, a mea culpa gesture. And otherwise, the head's knocked off, it's broken down, and parts of the statue are missing, they're chipped. But around this entire 100-foot-wide circular room, 
there are statues kind of holding a hand up, one hand or the other holding it up towards this statue, and they're all pushed back against the walls. As you walk in, there's kind of a clear path around the statue, uh, the central statue, but all the statues are against the wall otherwise. And there's one other exit on the opposite side of the, the circular room. I reach into my coat. My, uh, I'm, wearing a, I'm wearing a blazer mm-hmm. over my Armani suit sort of thing. And I pull out a Cuban cigar, bite off the tip, you know, the nub, put it in my mouth, and I, because I'm feeling good. I look around, I go, <laughs> Michelangelo, right? <laughs> Looking and, good. And I walk towards it and I say, Kuriwa, Nandeska. And I start touching it and I say, Sedan des. You're, you're touching the statue or the smaller statues? The big statue without the head. Okay, roll it up. Two. <laughs> <clears throat> Why can't I roll tonight? It's your call. Do you wish to use a safe? I don't have any more. Okay. Uh, She walks up, she touches the statue, and you watch her body just... Whoa, Kumi. You watch from, like, the feet up. She's just starting turning to marble, holding the statue. God damn it, Mike. What the hell is going on? She was a little enthusiastic. And (laughs) UT need to make a sanity check. Six and a four. Five and four and a one. Okay. This doesn't bother you. I mean, it's considering where you are. No, she was, she was such a. She's a sweet. She was on. She was so young. Jesus she was, Christ! She was very my, young. She was beautiful, and now she's dead. I want to go up, and I want to like. I want to like touch to shake, make make sure she's okay. But I'm too scared to touch it. Jesus Christ, saw. Mike! What the hell is going on? She just touched a statue, and Listen, she turns Rex. to marble. I swear to God, if you say word of hand of God, I don't want to hear it. Rex, cut the shit. You're the one that's supposed to know about Chinese black magic. What is this? This isn't Chinese black magic, man. There's lightning coming out of people's hands. There's people, like, with green eyes. They're floating. They're flying around. Nobody turns the goddamn marble around here with Chinese magic. Well, then I don't know what this is, Rex, but we got to get past it. What the hell? I don't think there's anything we can do for Kumiko now. I, I, I don't understand what. If we going were on. the only two guys who weren't actively trying to bone her, <laughs> that's the real shame of the thing. Wait, you weren't. I was. Were she you? doesn't understand my goddamn language. Oh, that's right. I remember now. Yeah. Well, you didn't get it. So. So there's a door on the opposite uh, end of this circular room. I'm gonna feel her marble boobs. <laughs> This is the best part right here. Um, you know, they're tight, they're compact, but they're still nice. Nothing oh, happens to you man, or anything. This sucks. Wait, but you know, you know you're missing something. You know Please. you're missing out. So, Mike, you so gotta feel hurt. this. No, when he feels her boobs, nothing happens. Alright, so I'm gonna go up and I'm gonna kinda wrap her on the head. Kumiko! I'm gonna kinda like jostle it a little bit just to see if maybe there's some kind of give. No, nothing happens. It's frozen in this position. I'm going to keep moving my hands around. And it's a very pristine marble. I'm going to keep moving my hands around. Mike, you got to feel this. We missed out. Yeah, and he's he's caressing her boobs. Rex, I'm Mike Douglas. I felt plenty of boobs, okay? That's where you're from, Michael goddamn Douglas. Okay, there. The cat's out of the bag. There it is. Yeah, you remember watching the game. Great movie. Sean Penn's fantastic. He is. He's a great guy, but... We just watched a young, innocent girl die in front of us. Hey, let me ask you something right here. 
Put your hand next to this uh, Kamiko statue right here. Let me ask you something. Compared to Catherine Zeta, how is it? <laughs> you know, Cat- Catherine's Catherine's not about the bustiness. It's about the same. Uh, hold on, hold on. I've seen entrapment. I've seen the butt. Give give that butt a chance. I'm a butt guy. Give it a feel. You need me to compare, Rex? Let me listen. Catherine's suffering from bipolar disorder, and you want me to compare this statue's butt to my wife's butt. That's but, what that's what you're doing in the middle of hell. Cut the shit, Rex. Look, this isn't hell, man. Look, sure, her butt is perfectly fine. It's made out of marble now, sure. But it's got to be about the same as a human's butt. And I swear to God, bipolar disorder does not change the style of a butt. I just don't like you. I, I don't understand the priorities here, Rex. Look, I just want to know if her butt's the same as this marble. Okay, I'm going to reach over and I'm going to grab Kumiko's statue ass. Make a roll. It's a one. Her butt does not compare in the slightest. Listen, there's Hollywood and there's Osaka, okay? Mm. This is Osaka. Shit, man. <laughs> Listen, we need to stick together here. Can we? Are we gonna sit here and, and and masturbate like a couple of chimps over a statue's butt? I mean, what are you, a virgin? Uh, what? Rex Payton is not a virgin. Let me tell you some stories. Look, we can keep going. That's fine. I just wanted to know how I felt next to Catherine Zeta. Nothing. It's it's can a candle next to the sun. Well, that's depressing. I love my wife. I don't. <laughs> I hate it. I'm going to push this marble statue onto the ground, and I'm going to keep following my you, sh- you shove it over, and it, it shatters into a bunch of bits. And as you're looking down, you notice there's a lot of, actually, you know, as you walked in, you didn't notice because of the ornateness of all these statues everywhere. But on the ground, there's a lot of rubble. Almost like a bunch of these have been here. You know, there's a bunch of broken statue pieces everywhere. I don't care at all. Sure, and yeah, as you're walking around this central circle, you know, and you're just crunching old statue pieces. Let's just keep moving. Yeah, and there's Rex. one door on the other side. All right, I'm going. I'm going to keep following, Mike. Okay. Hey Rex, why don't you take point for a little while? <laughs> hey, it's not a problem. Don't worry about it. All right, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> Headphones. Okay, you, you've just stepped out into this opening. There's rubble around you. And you're hearing this weird singing. Almost, it, it sounds kind of like a chanting, but it's a little too jovial, I guess. Like a bunch of people who are very happy singing this very repetitive song. that you it, it, It's not in any recognizable language that you know. Uh, and you hear from a distance, you know, over towards the western wall of the chamber. Well, I'm going to avoid that at all costs. Okay. Sounds like weird cult stuff to me. Sure. I'm going to tr- head towards the place I feel like is the next beacon as okay. as best I can without going anywhere near that. Sure, make a navigation check. That's two sixes and a one. Two sixes and a one? Yeah, and also a bunch of random stuff that doesn't matter. You're wandering along. It's just a bunch of uh, kind of broken down walls. Almost like you're walking through some, um, you know, really old uh, building that had been built uh, with maybe a wooden ceiling that wooden ceiling that rotted away, mm. and all that's left are these kind of semi-brick walls that are kind of crumbling away to some degree. So it's a bunch of rubble walls, mm-hmm. really, but it's in a sense forming some kind of maze. You have a good idea where you, where you feel you need to go. 
you approach an empty, maybe 20 foot by 20 foot clearing where the walls have uh, spread out. And inside it, there's a, a floating skull. And it's a very big skull. It's maybe four or five feet wide. And it's kind of on its side, kind of on its back, with its mouth shooting skywards. Does it have any runes on it? No, it's just floating up and down. Oh, I'm sorry, does it have any runes? Yes. Little bit around on a circle around <laughs> underneath where it's floating from. Mm-hmm. But it's a big, maybe five foot tall skull, I guess. Jesus Christ. Kind of on its side, on its back almost, with its mouth slightly ajar, aiming towards the ceiling. I'm going to assume that the skull is part of the of the apparatus. I, but I'm going to creep as cautiously as I possibly can up to the circle of runes. Okay. And I will touch them when I get close enough. Nothing sure. impedes me. A very similar thing happens. Mm-hmm. Big explosion blows out of the mouth. Okay. And then a uh, beam fires straight forward from between the teeth of the skull. Skyward. Okay. You feel a similar feeling, you can add a plus one to any step. I'm going to continue along my way. Okay, make a navigation check. That's a five and a bunch of twos, threes, and fours. It looks like you're heading closer to where the light is coming from. The light that is lighting the entire thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you feel that you need to head this way, and as you're approaching, you start to hear maybe someone walking through the, uh, the rubble near here. Next time, hold your breath. Please leave us a review on iTunes. It really helps us out.